episode 243 of Global From Asia podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the second to last episode of the Global From Asia podcast. And it's also getting towards the end of the year here, 2018, it's coming to an end. So I hope everybody's enjoying their year. And I'm working very hard on this secret project and excited for the new year ahead. Obviously, huge changes in my life and career. So this week's show, let's just jump right in, is Enan from Quantify Ninja. He's the founder and developer, very talented, talented individual that uh, also is supporting our cross-border matchmaker event in October. And this is where we actually did the interview. We did it live in front of everybody. And being a content creator that I am, we, of course, captured that and wanted to use it for this podcast. So it's a great interview talking about how he started as a seller and how he found about the software and it became and all this development history and also strategies about email follow-ups for your Amazon business and e-commerce business with some tactics and insights. So I, I really enjoyed interviewing Enan and it's great that he supported the podcast and supported Global From Asia and I really do appreciate that. So let's without further ado dive right in love global from asia and want to get even more then check out our members only area at gfavip.com here you'll get insights and access to me as well as other members in our private forum as well as a ton of other valuable knowledge and information as well as special connections monthly calls insights discounts on product services and events and more Plus, it really helps support the show. Check it out at www.gfavip.com. All right, so this is a fireside chat. We try to have these in the seminar to kind of break it up. You know, I think you can see we're doing different types of content. We did the speed dating. We had a very detailed technical speech with numbers. Um, we're going to have a couple more speeches before lunch break. Um, and we're very excited to have Enan. I'm... Saying that correctly? Inon. Inon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're getting a great Israeli connect community here. So he's here from Israel, his second time to China. Right. Right. And he's also a sponsor of this event. So it's really great to have his support for the community and these, these kind of events. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, really excited to be here. So he was involved in our mastermind and our dinner yesterday. So I got to know him a little bit more. We've been talking for a few weeks. Uh, I'm also a, a user of the software for our own Amazon business. Um, and uh, so I, we, today we're talking about the follow-up sequences overall. But before we get started, you, want, you were a seller for many years. And then you, you said something very interesting that I'm learning too. To be a seller, a lot of people think it's like a cash machine. You just turn on autopilot and money goes into your bank account. I think that that's not true, right? Right. It's, it's a hard work. It's a full-time job. It's not like everyone sells it sometimes, especially courses, and they tell you sometimes that you can work half an hour a day and get a really successful business. It's not like that. You need, you need to work hard. It's a business. You need to treat it as a business. 
and you need to respect this business by working really hard to make it successful. It's true. So, but of course, that nobody wants to hear. You probably don't want to hear that. You're like, I gotta work. You know, like a lot of people that are reading our blogs and our podcasts want to invest in Amazon businesses or want to start an Amazon business, and they want to hear the make money online scam, pay five hundred dollars for a course, find a product, put it on a listing, and you're gonna get money in your bank. But uh, you know, I have to put the cold. I'm the cold shower. Uh, I guess, but uh, we keep it real at, uh, with our, our content, and it's not that easy. I think there's some here very successful sellers and business owners that could agree with that. Um, so you did selling for many years, and you also started the software. Maybe I like the story of how, you mentioned how it started yesterday. Do you want to share how, how you're a developer by trade? Yeah, I'm, um, I have a BSc in mathematics and computer science from university in Israel, and I was working a few years in the high-tech industry, and I just at some point, I just I, I just wanted to open my own business, mm -hmm. and it started. Sorry, it started with um, with a physical store. I actually bought the store, what? a cell phone accessory store, and, and my idea was to uh, to be a business owner that has a lot of businesses. And I started with a, a physical store. I'm sorry, and then. Um, it, it wasn't easy as it looked to me at first. It was a good shop, but you know, it was, I thought that I could manage it from the outside, but found myself really deep inside and walking and it was really hard and I was looking for other ways to, you know, to do something else. So I said to myself, I just heard about Amazon FBA and I thought to myself, maybe I can just take some of the products from the store and send it to the US. And I was trying, it was back then in 2013, and I was trying to talk with my suppliers and ask them maybe they can, you know, uh, maybe we can cooperate together. And no one believed in it uh, back then. No one did it in Israel. Uh, it was at the time where ASM was on the first course, I think. And, um, but I, I was insisted because I knew that there's a huge traffic on Amazon and I just took my products from the store. It was really hard, no information at all. I had to study everything from Amazon website and I sent it over to the US and three months later I just sold the store and then I was uh, selling uh, cell phone and accessories. I didn't even have PPC going. It just uh, my images were bad, my everything was bad, but it was still selling very good. Yeah, that's, I think some people are, are made that, sorry, it's not like that now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, not, it's not like that. It's much harder now, but you have more information. You have courses, you have people, you have experts. True, true. It wasn't there. Yeah, I know. I, I, uh, maybe I should start at Amazon. I, I, went, I got out in 2012, so I got back in just last year, but I started a podcast. But, but you were saying, like, what we're talking is, it took a lot of time, and then you started to listen to your other sellers in the community about the software. You're a developer, so you started to develop the tools. Yeah, I, I at the beginning I developed it for myself. I had an employee in the Philippines, and I wanted her to have a tool that she can um, uh, automate some processes that she had to do every day. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I wanted her. I, I sold about 80 different products, okay. and I wanted her to search every product every day and see if there's a hijacker on the list. Uh -huh. and, you can, and you should do it every day on every variation you sell. So uh, this was actually my first uh, feature. I was writing a code that will go over all the ASINs and will just check if there's anyone else that sells uh, that has a new offer for this listing. 
And uh, the second feature that was really missing, until now, by the way, Amazon does not provide any kind of charts uh, per product. You can see charts for all your products together. You can break it uh, down for category, but you cannot break it to an ASIN. And this is really bad. If you want to see a trending line, it's impossible. Mm. You can just see it in a table, but you can't see the trend. So I actually did it for myself to learn about the, um, the trend of every product and to see how well it is going to know how much I should reorder. But then my friends saw this uh, software and they uh, and they're really excited and they told me, why don't you give it to us you know, to work on our product? So I did. Great. And um, today we have a lot of uh, uh, subscribers and we don't even, I don't sell anymore because I find it just hard to focus on two different things at the same time. Agree. I mean, that's one thing we're learning with our, our case, our, it's not, a, it's a real business, but our case study is a lot of, you know, it's people want to invest and people want to like be part, but to actually do the day-to-day -day grind uh, is something people don't realize that is required for Amazon or selling online. Um, so let's, you know, today's topic is the follow-up series sequence. That's what we use Quantify Ninja mostly for. Is that is is that the most? I feel like you, actually I feel like you have so many more features that I don't even know about or use. Is that that's what I know Quantify Ninja as? It's like it follows up by email after somebody buys on Amazon. I think we have the most advanced. Uh automated system yes it's just one feature but yeah it's very it's very advanced because we took all the good things from uh, I learned from all the softwares and I took the good things for every software and combined it with one and the good thing about us is that we have uh, unlimited for a fixed price and you can have as many as email it doesn't matter if you send one email or one million email a day we give we take a, uh, a flat fee and we have the most uh, advanced with a lot of features. You can see open rate, you can see, you can do uh, A-B testing. So you can define two variations of the same email and we give more uh, priority to the one that has a higher open, open rate. Uh, you can set from, for example, if you don't want this email to be sent to a specific uh, marketplace or, uh, or if you want to send only for ones to issue a refund or negative feedback or if they purchase with a coupon code, it's really, really advanced. So yeah. if, if you get to drill down inside, you can see there's so many features there only on the automated messaging and that's only just one feature. One feature. Yeah, so I've got to spend more. He also told me about Facebook bots and stuff and there's a lot in there I haven't used, but I want to talk about the follow-up sequence. And I get this is one of the advantages of doing these things is I get to ask questions to you. Um, we are thinking about delaying the amount of time until we follow up because some people don't get the product yet and they're like, they get our follow-up sequence. So I hope you guys are understanding what a follow-up series is. It basically means after somebody bought something on Amazon, you don't get their email, but uh, and it's also hard to do it yourself, but it will email out the customers and say, you can of course customize what you say, but there's some templates and some different suggestions on when to send it and what to say. Um, and of course, you can't say certain things because you can't ask for positive feedback or you can't like put your websites. But uh, we've noticed some people are replying saying, I didn't get the product yet. Yeah, we, you can set uh, different time frames. Uh, so for example, you can set a template that will be sent only after item delivered. But this is just an estimation. It's Amazon is an estimation. That's what happened with some of these. Yeah. It says delivered, but it wasn't delivered. And then they're... 
uh, it's 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 kind of a problem because sometimes it's being delivered to the nearest post office, mm -hmm. and then it's considered as delivered. So I always recommend to use if you use uh, after item delivered, it's better to have at least one or two days after. I think that was a mistake I made. I made because I sent it right away instead of maybe waiting a day or two because they they didn't actually receive it yet. Um, but I think one of the other advantages you have is you have this data from your users. I think the software collects all. The, is there any kind of insights that we can learn from the data, like what types of emails work, what which types of follow-ups are the best for for for, uh, for the customers? It's really different between depends on what you're selling, you know, the audience. Uh, so it, I really we really encourage you to to come up with uh, with the content that really fits your customers, and we don't really want to. Um, take information from once. We really, really um, try to uh, save the customers' uh, privacy, and we never sell data, and we never take data. But what we, what I can say is that I have some customers that actually do the A/B testing, and they manage to go to sixty percent open rate, which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Normally, I, at least for me, it's like 20 to, 20 to 30 is, yeah. I think, average. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the average. I, I can share the, uh, the, the average open rate for yeah. all customers. I, I like, can show yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just trying to get some ideas, because I think a lot of times people just don't know how they compare to others with like open rate, click-through rate. Like, I think that might be some insights that you could share. Yeah, people uh, could expect or they know they're doing good or bad in, in the follow-ups. I think 30% is, is okay, is the average. Uh, but, you know, it's 30% of all emails that have been sent. But there are, but there are buyers who actually opt out. Mm -hmm. And those are counted as, as sent but not open. Yeah. Okay, so actually 30%, if you get a 30%, it's more. Because if you take them out of the, the, the opted out uh, buyers, then this should be about 50. Okay. Um, and what do you see as a trend? I think Amazon and all these marketplaces, I think all the marketplaces are taking more and more data away from us, like Google is taking away keyword data over, over the years. The trend is taking data away from, I don't even call it sellers or <coughs> marketers maybe. Do you see that continuing? I think yes. Um, we also we really encourage people to not be dependent on Amazon because they steal your data basically <laughs> um, I think we that's why we are really going to the Facebook platform and we try to connect with uh, your Amazon to your Facebook and that's why uh, we have some features that uh, you can download uh, uh, your buyer's history and then take it to Facebook and then upload it and have custom audience and then retarget your buyers that already purchased from you with an add-on or maybe the same product if this is uh, something that they purchase again and again. And I think the next week we're gonna also have an option to do it automatically. So you don't even need to, uh, to hustle yourself with downloading file and find a way how to upload it in Facebook. It's pretty technical. So we have it uh, automatically that you can just click on a button and then upload the buyers list from your Amazon to Facebook and then you have a custom audience that you can retarget. Yeah, yeah so just I want to recap that because 
make sure everybody understands. So a lot of people just focusing on Amazon only, getting sales, doing PPC, or you know, driving traffic directly to their Amazon listing. But you don't, Amazon, it's not your customer. I think you should, we should all remember Amazon is Amazon customers, it's not yours. You don't get the email, they're taking more and more data away from you and us. So the idea is he's trying to connect, he sees the <coughs> Facebook as a way for you to maximize and retain the customer's information so you could retarget, which means you know, advertise to them again. So you know who they are. Maybe you don't have their email, but at least you have their pixel, which is almost as valuable as it's another way of getting email. So you're trying to be able to connect Amazon and Facebook. Um, the thing is that with Amazon, when you do PPC, then someone buys from you, you have nothing about him. I mean, you paid for him and you will pay again for him. Right? If you do uh, Facebook advertising and use the bot, and we have a bot that we di haven't discussed yet, but if you're using the bot uh, and you, create, you can create conversation and talk to your user using a, using a robot, then you pay just once on this customer and then, and then you can see him on the subscribers list and you can retarget him again and again, but this time you don't need to pay for him again. So you can just pay him once. That's yeah. the main advantage with uh, Facebook. So yeah, honestly, I don't use that feature, so I, I have to learn that one myself. But um, maybe we can open up for questions. Does people want to ask a question? Okay. Um, I'm tied up here. Can TJ, you want to help me out? Yeah. How is your service different than ManyChat or something like that? Um, well, we ManyChat does not connect to your uh, Amazon buyers, they don't have the information, right? So they can do things like uh, creating custom audience. They can't, uh, if, if you want to send, uh, for example, coupon codes, it's part of the conversation, a single use coupon, you need to connect with Zapier or you need to do, you need to uh, connect to a different service in order to, do it, to make it work. But on Quantify Ninja, you can actually upload the list of coupons, for example, and then send it as part of the conversation. And that's, we are really uh, targeting for uh, Amazon sellers who wants to advertise on Facebook, where ManyChat is very widely for all businesses. Okay, so we have more features that suitable for, especially for uh, Amazon. Uh, what level of uh, technology is the, is the bot at in terms of uh, what level of data is it using? Is it uh, people throw around the word AI, machine learning, things like that? But I mean, uh, you know, what what realistic level of conversation? Let's say, for example, if you have five thousand orders a month or ten thousand orders a month, I mean, there's no way you know a human can keep up with that level of conversation if we start to integrate with Facebook and you know a bot can only go so far, but they're getting better. You know, where, where do you think you you are in terms of what it can really do, uh, level of conversation and, and kind of grooming the customer? And, and uh, sorry, one more question, just but. And at what point do you expect the human to, to take over? Okay, so um, the bot conversation is not based on AI. So it's not, uh, uh, you have to define the conversation. It's like a map of uh, choices. So it's all based on uh, Facebook and uh, text and buttons and images or some kind of um, buttons with images, but it's always has text and buttons. So you create a map of uh, text and buttons, and then the user find 
uh, takes the, the route that he wants to go. All right, so it's not based on AI. So you define it in advance, and then you, you can select how the conversation will be triggered. It could be triggered as an ad. So you can set an ad on Facebook, uh, and when the user clicks it, the messenger will pop up. And once there's an interaction, he's already a subscriber. It doesn't need to go like the traditional way, going to a landing page and then write his email address to subscribe, right? So the minute he talked with your bot, he's a, he's a subscriber. So this is just one option using the ad, but you can also trigger conversation through a post. So you can set a post on your business page on Facebook and then set a specific keyword that, that will be the trigger for the conversation. So sometimes most users use it to um, uh, share coupon codes to get reviews for a new product they launch. So they, say, they set a post on their business page and they say, uh, anyone that write the word coupon gets a coupon code, all right? And then anyone that type coupon as a comment to this post, the messenger pops up and start the conversation. So you get two benefits. One, you give them a coupon code, you get more reviews, you get more sales, right? But the second is that you have the subscriber. So you can retarget him next time. This time it's free, right? It's similar to WeChat. I mean, if you know WeChat subscription accounts, you follow a subscription account, you can send them a message and you can program the, the official account to reply automatically. It's similar with the Facebook bot in a way. With which other softwares do you have integration? Like for example, uh, uh, like team or something like that. Do you guys also integrate? Like for example, if someone subscribes, I can send this user directly also to a MailChimp list or things like that. Do you have integration with With, with which? MailChimp. Like or, email oh. marketing. No, no, we, we do not integrate with MailChimp. We integrate only with the Facebook, okay? And Amazon, of course. Uh, that's the only integration we have at the moment. Okay. Also not with Zapier or anything like that? No. Hi. I wanted to use your software. Right now I'm selling in Amazon India. So <coughs> your software is not supporting. So when it will be available? <laughs> the first user that wants uh, Amazon India, we will support it. If you want uh, Amazon India, it will be supported. It's a matter of click. Okay. It's just we don't have enough traffic from India, but uh, it's worth to us to open in Amazon India even if we have one customer. Okay. I'll be your customer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last, last one. And then, uh, David, if you're here. Hello? Yeah. I would just uh, like to ask you said um, there is a customer buying on Amazon. I don't get the data, but your system like kind of collects the data of him. How does he, does he get the exact Facebook account of that person? No, only if he uses the same email address for Amazon as well as he did for Facebook. Or how do you connect that customer with his Facebook profile? Right, so, yeah, I, th I think I, I'm not sure I understand the question, but I think I do. Um, what we do is take the, uh, the data that you can have, by the way, if you go to Amazon Reports and get uh, Amazon fulfilled orders, but they only give you one month and we collect it uh, continuously. Uh, but we take this data and you can uh, upload, uh, upload the data to Facebook and then you create a custom audience. 
I don't, I'm not sure if I answered your question, okay, but... You, you create a custom audience um, with what data you get from Amazon, like email addresses? Oh, right, right. Or, or now I understand your question. No, no. Or? It's not by email addresses. It's by address. Physical address, zip code, bio name, first name, last name. Those data, this data is, uh, you, can, uh, you can retarget on uh, Facebook. You don't have his email. You don't have to have his email. And what is the successful rate of matching of the audience? Between 40 to 60%. Okay. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. But you don't know anything about the customer's behavior. You only know his address. And oh, right, but you know what he bought from you. So you can use the filter okay. and then you can set, okay, you can say, I want only buyers in a specific time range who bought a specific product, who didn't post a, uh, negative feedback who did not issue a refund and then those customers just upload to a specific custom audience so now you know now you you do have data on those customers I see thank you okay so thank you thank you thank you need unique content for your business who doesn't at contentinvestments.com there's a network of writers ready to write unique blog product review and other articles for your business as the saying goes, content is king. Check it out today at www.contentinvestments.com where you can subscribe for one-off articles or monthly subscriptions. Check it out today. Okay, so... That concludes episode 243, our second to last. Last one is next week, which will be on Christmas Day for those that celebrate Christmas. I know we're a very global audience here. So thanks so much for participating in this listening of the podcast. And show notes are at globalfromasia.com slash episode 243. This will be one for the archives. I hope you learned something. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Last one's next week. Cheers. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.